This is a tripod broadcast. If this thing like falls randomly, <laughs> this is the one that's kind of tweaky. Try to catch it like this. Kind of like when you drop that thing from <laughs> that light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most. We don't speak about that. No. Okay. When was this again? This is one in our apartment. And we were changing a light bulb. I don't know why we we're both changing the light bulb. But I dropped the bulb, and Corey, in an attempt to had a reaction <laughs> to grab the bulb that was falling. You grabbed from the, the bulge, not the bulb. We're never going to speak of this because it was a really awkward situation. There's the episode title right there. <laughs> grab the bulb. Grab the bulge, not the bulb. <laughs> Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, an oopsie daisies. <laughs> yeah, I, did did, uh, did the light bulb break? I don't even remember. That. <laughs> no, I caught it. Remember, oh, I caught, caught it by, <laughs> by your chest. I caught it by my chest, <laughs> chesticles, and I grabbed your. T- <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> You're listening to Barnhill Outdoors Podcast. Just three average, raw, relatable hunters sharing tactics, tips, and stories. No scripts. So just sit back and enjoy the reliving of outdoor memories and their pursuit for a new adventure. You all sound good? <laughs> I think we got good sound here. You cut out the part where we uh, gave Perry a shout out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why did we cut that okay. out? There was a... Well, now, who's creative, Perry creative. Who's Perry now? I creative know. instinct. The guy who it's supports my father supports the uh, the show uh, significantly. Let's begin, and then we'll give him a shout out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just not notice that. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Barnhill Outdoors podcast. How are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. For everybody wondering, that is uh, Patrick Barnhill of I Got Your Six Outdoors. He is with us in-house. Welcome to be here, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me again. So is IGY6 still a thing? IGY6, yeah. I, I, I don't post anything anymore. We should, but... Don't let the dream die. I got man. a new phone though, and it like disconnected from my personal profile, so I don't even know how to get it back. Now, to be quite honest <laughs> with you, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. lost in translation. And no one else is posting. I was the only one that had. I just got a. I just got attached the account back, but yeah, we'll get back on. It. I mean, we've we've been at it this year. Good. You guys getting at least content? Oh yeah. I mean, we have pictures and videos Good. and everything else. This was a weird year for us, though. Like. I, since the beginning of December, I think I've shot like five geese. Hmm. We had a great okay. duck season because but you the goose want, season just yeah. went to went to crap. I was gonna to be say honest. because you want the Barnhill Outdoors to be criticizing you and not posting content, you know, <laughs> especially when it comes to podcast episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> we don't go a year in between episodes. Yeah, but here we are. This well, is the we second all get tired podcast of- in a week ish. Roughly, yeah, that's that's a big deal for us. So we've already clap, doubled. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> we've doubled our. I mean, uh, we've been wanting guys content I mean, from last year. We're getting kind of antsy about listening more. Yeah. Well, like Brett was mentioning last week, um, 
last year we focused a lot more on video content versus, mm-hmm. you know, the audio podcast. And this year we're going to try our best to have a little bit of both worlds. So I tried every day. I was like, hey, guys, what are we going to do this yeah, podcast? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they want to listen. Yeah. It's just easy listening. You guys have a good little setup here. I appreciate that. Thank you. We try and we strive for good content and good quality. Yeah. And uh, we're definitely, definitely happy and thankful to have you on yeah, with yeah. us today. It's appreciate been, it. It's been a good day and uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Give us an update. What's going on? <sighs> update for this year. Well, I think we were around. This isn't just me, obviously. Um, I'll group Dylan into it and Jeremy, but uh, our blind, we shot 690 ducks this year. So it was a good year for us. Uh, goose hunting has just been dismal. I mean, all of most of our stuff is all beans this year, though. And when that happens, we just don't, we just can't produce like we mm. normally do. But I don't know. A lot of us were just kind of sitting back a little bit this year. I mean, we we hunted pretty hard for ducks, but we're looking at snow geese coming in here pretty soon. So yeah. that's kind of. I think we're kind of shifting that direction. Is getting more into the snow goose stuff. Illinois is starting to pick up snow geese. Are they? More and more. I mean, it's starting to be. I mean, it's always been a flyway. Mm-hmm. But we're noticing in our area, especially where, like, where I live in Galesburg, it's, we're starting to see a lot of birds. But I'm not going to tell anybody where they're at. Yeah. That area. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm... Uh, they're in Chicago. Go up to Chicago. <laughs> way up. Yeah, they're north, over Indiana. In the great white north. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, uh, you invited, invited all of us uh, this year, but uh, these two fellers aren't going to make it. But I'm going to try my best. And plans are right now that I'm going to get to join you here in about a month, yeah. I think. March 7th. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I've uh, I filmed a snow goose hunt before, and it was a blast. Uh, the only problem I had with the whole thing was that I didn't have a gun in my hand. Mm-hmm. So so this go around, I'm going to be really looking forward to, to pulling the trigger, hopefully, uh, on a bunch of birds. Uh, it's It's definitely a different kind of hunting. I mean... You guys have all seen snow geese from, you know, a mile high as they're, you know, migrating. Just imagine right. at that height, but then all of a sudden you just start seeing, I mean, a mile high, a slow circle. And then as they start coming down, it's just like a tornado as they keep circling all the way down to the to the spread. It's It turns into chaos pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> so I always equated to, to uh, like, like goose hunting or even duck hunting in a sense, like, the, like a sunny no wind day and you know they're not going to fly till that last two minutes of shooting light anyways and it just it's like a you know flick and everything turns on but that's what's fun about it it's a different experience it's fun it's definitely different but highly recommend it if you have the uh, opportunity plugs out baby yeah Yeah. it's conservation (laughs) season that's the big thing man take the plugs out throw the extension tubes on that's a gray area in illinois right now too but that's another conversation What, what do you mean well our fabulous governor passed a recent gun law in the state that uh nationwide or statewide though there's an injunction on it now well it i can't i'm not i i there is something like that but i just read something that it's specific to counties now like they put a stay order for the counties that they did it it was it was the not to get too much into this but it was just for the plaintiffs that Mm. brought the complaint but now a district court made it for the entire state really put an injunction on it for the entire state I, i know I got a text yesterday from a buddy that we're actually going to be snow goose hunting with. We can't we can't get online and buy an extension tube right now in Illinois. It's not letting us. Come on down to Missouri. Really? It's, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Like they're monitoring 
Yeah, that you can't online you, sales. You can't go yeah, into dude. a store right now and try to purchase an AR. They re, they say no unless you're <laughs> like a F you know FFL holder or whatever it is. And then um, if you're a cop, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's like military kind of stuff. But it's 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 some of the worst. That's awful. It's the it's pretty the disgusting what's happening. And I mean, yeah. and it's it's nice to see. And I don't want to get too into it because it's pretty political right now. But a lot of the I'd say ninety eight percent of the sheriffs in our state vocally came out against the There's governor like three or four and, that's, that's against and, it or that yeah. supports it well and it's yeah it's cook county right I mean, let's be honest yeah yeah that's uh that's no good but well, but we're still gonna shoot him <laughs> yeah hopefully no we will <laughs> my buddy zach will get us on him we're good. good looking forward to it what else has been going on i mean did you do any deer hunting or anything this year or a few times i missed a buck shotgun season opening day and uh i retired <laughs> that's like that's a club. thing between the two yeah. of them this was the first year for me though because me and my wife we had a daughter and i mean she's one now but tried to focus on that a lot more this year sure you know i i hunted pretty hard last year and tail end of it we had elsie in january so kind of goose hunt like late season but i hit it pretty hard last year so this year i tried to stay home a little bit more and i but it's hard to yes. <laughs> when you're getting videos and calls from your buddies, you know. Yeah, we're we're all in the same boat here, and where it gets and it just gets harder and harder every year uh, to just spend more time outdoors. Uh, but I mean, still, thankfully, uh, we're able to get out there quite a bit and get some hunting done, a little bit of footage, and just did, have have did, some fun. I mean, I got out in the deer stand a few times, and then the one time I don't even know if I told you guys that's I think I did because I was having a meltdown but my i had sat in the stand it was like seven fifteen in the morning and maddie started blowing my phone up and like she knows not to call when i'm in a deer stand you know so you answer real quick and our dog zoe got sprayed by skunk Ugh. and she had to go to something was going on i was just like okay i'll come home got out of the stand i stood there for like 10 minutes you know because it's always that you know you, you get out it's gonna happen and i got out crested right into the field about 40 yards in front of me was one of our shooter bucks walking directly on the path to our stand. And that's that and missing the buck kind of, no, was I, it, huh? I just kind of over for the year. Yeah. You know? It's funny. You're, you're mentioning that some of the guys at work, we're talking about different theories. Like they're not official written down theories, but we've all had it happen. So in my opinion, that has to be some kind of for sure. theory. <laughs> it is. And one of them is the, the deer stand theory. I don't know what the, the proper verbiage is for that, mm-hmm. but as soon as you get out of your stand, especially a morning hunt, if you're getting out to, to go eat breakfast or to move to another stand, or if you got to go to the bathroom, whatever the case may be, that's when you see a deer. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. You know, when you're, when you're at a, a spot that you, you can't shoot or, you know, you're indisposed, that's when you see the, the deer. And usually it's the good deer. Well, and I use a crossbow and I'd even, I got down, I was like, I should probably keep one in. And I didn't, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I downloaded it and I, I could have had a shot, but you know, I just hit the ground like a angry toddler having a fit and <laughs> sent, uh, sent some Snapchats out to my friends freaking yeah. out and carried on with my day and then went and cleaned a dog that got sprayed by skunk. <laughs> oh man. There, that, those, those theories are true yeah. because the same thing happens with our nine-month-old, can't tell you how many times I'm up till, doesn't matter if it's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12.30, 
soon as I lay in bed to go to mm. sleep, <laughs> this happened. It's happened three times in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah. how is this possible? No matter what time it is, like as soon as I lay down. So you're saying tonight? <laughs> happened last you, night. Yeah, as soon as you lay down the night. Happened last night. <laughs> but luckily, Brittany got up and there you go. I was like, I, I was like, like, thank oh. you. Thank you. We've been asleep for a while, but it's just, yeah. it's, I don't know. I there, agree with it. I, and you guys know what the P theory is? Have you guys, have you talked about the P theory? Oh, it's, that's the when biggest. You're, when you're goose hunting or, oh, or when you're, it's, it's, when it's, it's a hundred percent. Remember Uncle Mark's? Yeah. You have to send somebody to go pee if you haven't seen a bird. If you haven't seen a bird. Someone's got to go. Drink some Mountain Dew, water, whatever it may be, and get up and go pee. Because <laughs> I guarantee you that's when the geese will be right above you and then you're in the. You know, the the OS moment, right? Like, like, oh, crap, here they are. And they drop to the ground, trying not to spook them. But we all know yeah. that there's no chance. Well, that those guess what I was in, doing but... when that redhead flew over Patrick and I's head? Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I was. It's the P theory. It's a real thing. Well, what, didn't that happen when we were hunting uh, yep. <laughs> in Wellsville? Yes. That is correct. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody or all of us. No, were, we we even discussed it. Yeah, we discussed it in the mummy blinds. Yeah, and I don't know who went to go, or if it was all of us or two of us. But while it was going down, we were peeing. Stinking geese start coming. I've in. always yeah. I've always called it the rules of three with that. So someone's got to go pee. Someone has to say the day's over. We might as well pack up and leave. Mm-hmm. You always got to have the one person mm-hmm. that's just angry. You yeah. know, and then. It's usually me or Dylan, the person that decides, well, let's go adjust the spread. And as soon as you get out into yep. the spread, the spread theory, they come. that's a whole nother theory. Like come. that's a, the spread theory is, is the guy who's angry that either the birds are coming in and not, and not working all the way. They're not finishing. They're, they're flaring. So then there's always one guy who, who blames other people on hide. <laughs> 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 It's true. <laughs> and then there's another guy who thinks, oh, it's the spread. It's got to be the spread. <laughs> there's the oblivious one that doesn't know either. <laughs> Rick, why are you wearing an orange hat? Wait, what? That's the guy crunching on a fast break and <laughs> with, the, with the panel blind wide open, just sticking his head out. <laughs> Somebody moved in their mummy blind. Well, we know it's not you. I know, but I, I mean, got blamed, so therefore... But you also have the snore, too. <laughs> Brett is not the one who moves in the mummy blind. In fact, he's the one who you have to, like, tell him exactly where the birds are because he refuses to look. They're at a 45-degree angle at the 9 o'clock. Uh, they're moving around to the 10 o'clock. No, they're back to the 9 o'clock. They're circling back around like it's a like it's a where are broadcast, they? you know? And then when we say pull, he's pulling up, and he has no idea where they are because he lays there like a slug. <laughs> but no one's blaming me for moving. But that's why you enjoy the panel blinds now, though. Yeah, because yeah, you're kind of in an upright position. Speaking yeah, of panel blinds, neighbor over here burnt like 30 feet of snowbank snow snow fence snow so fence. we could have we could have used that snow fence to to yeah. zip tie a bunch of brush and make stakes you know yeah. put stakes on it and that's kind of we were too like late. roll up we have a few hopeful plans that we're going to do some stuff like hog paneling and stuff like that with this year hopefully we can get into it it's got to get the permission yeah yeah I, i'm too cheap or poor, whatever you want to call it, to buy the A-frames and the panel <laughs> blinds. So that would have been, you know, yeah. snow fence ideas. 
because we used we it. We actually on that used hunt. it. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. pretty good. It worked out. I'll pretty say well. the A frames. That's we had some good shoots. I mean, I had a good shoot this year in a field, mallards and geese with some buddies, and then they have they bring out like the arsenal of A frames, and I, I've always been hesitant about them in a sense. I mean, I never really used our groups. Never really had them, and uh, that was I was impressed because I mean we had yeah. it up on like a fence, like a yeah. you know just a tall grass area, and it it worked like a dream. And you can we had like 12 dudes with us that day too i mean it was nice how do you how do you have you used cedar as a brushing in with cedars I've heard. I, i'm not sure what they might have used that on those I, I can't even remember what dk uses either he he on our panel blind his panel blind i shouldn't say ours but uh he did like i think it was willows and the willows the, the thing still has them right now i mean yeah. well we used it all year you know hauling it around and they never fell out it's, it's i think it's just getting the thick brush right you know on yeah. those things you got to have the thick stuff yeah. and then i mean cedars for that side like just fastening it or tying on is mm-hmm. is great but you're like in the middle of a cornfield and you just got this random cedar <laughs> bush like <laughs> around all these decoys that wasn't there the day before but it, that's what's working mm-hmm. and mummy blinds or layout blinds are not working anymore when they're trying to be completely blended in with the corn. Well, and I don't know why that is. That's like the big debate we've had this year. Cause it's buying, cause they have like the redneck blinds. I don't know if you've ever seen those. It's like an actual blind, but it's kind of like an A-frame kind of setup. Well, I mean, I've seen the deer hunting redneck blinds, mm-hmm. but that's but probably you, different. You see these guys, you know, and they do it and they're like, you just said it's a cornfield and then they just stick it right in the middle, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm not talking pan, I'm talking the A-frames and you know, for me, I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm just like, I just, I've, we've never done it. I've never tried it. I'm just like, I don't know how that works. But then, you know, some of our guys are just, they think we should do it and run it. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess it'd be hard to ask you guys because you guys don't have any A-frames. So I don't know. No, but I know some people that are, that are using them right now. From what I've gathered, they're, they're having pretty good success with them. And like you thought of sticking it in the middle feels just weird. Yeah. But once they get educated, like with the mummy blinds, when the mummy blinds were Mm -hmm. first coming out, that was, that was killed you know you killed birds all the time Mm -hmm. using those and now if you don't brush them things to the max and even then they just look like brushed in mounds of Mm -hmm. yeah they know symmetrical mounds on the ground we we talked about that the other day too was how long it's going to take because i mean the spinners still work in a field for ducks i mean mallards see spinners and they just get dumb when you're in a cornfield but anymore you throw those on the water i mean unless you're running Mm -hmm. 15 of them you know what I mean? Like on a river channel or something like that. Like it don't, I, in my opinion, I think it, I mean, we still use them because I think everybody does, but the birds know, you yeah. know, and now they know the mummy blind. So it's like, how long is it going to be till they know a frames looking at these fence rows, looking at these edge lines, you yeah. know, like seeing a big giant cedar mm-hmm. bush in the middle of a corn cut cornfield. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. You know? Yeah. And then they'll it, have to come up with something else. It's weird. Like how do they pass that information down? To the next generation. It's weird. Uh, I think it's just when they're juvies and they're flying around and they're flying around with, you know, adult birds and they start to work, whoever the scout is, they say, well, I don't know what they say because I don't speak duck, but <laughs> <laughs> they swing around a few times and then they peel off and they go into the next spot. And that's just how they pick it up. Yeah. It is funny to watch it, though, because, I mean, we, I, I think Gary, what did Gary always say when we were down there? It's the, they gave us the courtesy pitch. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever he would joke about. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just funny because, you know, you hunt up in North Dakota at the times that we've gone up there and you see how the birds work. It's like they don't even care, you know, and then come our season in Illinois, 
they're a little hesitant, but they get shot at and they come to you guys. And then sometimes on some of these hunts I've come down with you guys, it's like it's like pulling teeth just to mm-hmm. just to call one of them in, you know, because yeah. if you overcall, they know instantly. Yeah. If you undercall, they don't do anything because they're they want to hear something, you know, it's it's tricky. A lot of feed call uh, and a little bit of chatter, I think, mm-hmm. is what works. I mean, depends on the day, depends on the duck, obviously, but the hail calls around here, I rarely see them work. Um, they just turn and burn. That's where we always differ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, quit hail calling. <laughs> you got to scream at them, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've never hunted ducks where you had to scream at them, I don't think. That's but, it's all that's all around us is, man. Yeah. I mean, you have to, though. You're competing so much yeah. in public. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I think over time – ducks just get used to everything you know they're gonna figure it out and you just gotta that's part of being a hunter honestly being it up out. north though is probably the best because then they're you're getting all the new ones coming down oh, right, right over the border it has to be right it's right. easy like yeah i shouldn't say it's easy it's not easy but it's in terms but of like their intelligence by the time they them, get down to it's much easier they're not stale yet yeah i know when we went to tennessee a couple years ago those birds were stale i mean <laughs> Every bird. You had to scream at him just to even to get you to look yeah, at you. Yeah, when you screamed at him, I just seen him turn and burn, as Corey <laughs> yeah. was saying. Well, see, by the time they get down to Louisiana, well, that's when the Robertsons kill them all, is because they're like, just take me over. But you're talking about hiding and stuff, and, and your buddy uh, um, Dylan, you call him DK, was with us, and like, you must have a big blinds for that man anywhere you go. <laughs> yeah. That is a big man. Have you ever met him? I've met Dylan, right? Yeah, he's. I don't know if you met Dylan or not. He's honestly, a, he's, he's about a, your height, he's but tall. Really, he is stacked and and he's a police officer. He's a lineman. Yeah, and like if I can get pulled over by that guy, I'm complying. There's there's no way I'm I'm uh yeah I'm not messing with that guy. <laughs> it was. I wish I had a a picture of it. And he he'll tell you. So, like our first river blind that we had like two years ago is our group. We bought it from this other guy. <laughs> you get in this thing, man, and you had to belly crawl him <laughs> to get up to the kill hole. I mean, you couldn't even sit on a chair, really, in it because it was so low. And watching him try to get in and out of that thing, it was it was comical. And then then when he would stand up, his chest would be at the level of like where the brush was, and then he had about. So the friends <laughs> that you brought over to the old apartment way back was that that was Dylan, right? Mm. Was that one of no no Mm-mm. no okay no. No, but you're, I, I don't think I guess I've never, met him, yeah. never met him. But we were sitting in that in that big uh, pit in Tennessee, same way. Like most of us, it was just like our head sticking, <laughs> you know, sticking out of the pit, and him it was like his shoulders and and up were out. <laughs> That's a shout out to uh, all of our fine law enforcement friends that are yes. listening yeah. in right yeah. now. We appreciate you guys, yep. or they appreciate you guys. We do. We, we actually do. really do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we really appreciate the. The uh, viewer, viewership? It's not, not viewing. Listenership. Listenership. Is that a thing? Listenership. Listener? Yeah. Listenership. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. We still say you guys got to come up sometime and hunt with us. Well, I am. I am. You, you are. Dylan will be there. Cool. Jeremy will. Yeah. Talk to the old prickster about me not doing, uh, paying 60 bucks for a five-day pass. It's really not yeah. bad, though, to be I honest. Mean, it's not terrible. Well, I got, I got invited to go to Iowa this year quite a few times, and 
I thought Illinois was expensive, man, and I was. I was worse. Price, well, and they don't. I don't. They don't have like a five day. You have to buy the whole year. And out of mm. states, like two hundred something. Yeah. That's that's deep for waterfowl. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Jeez. Missouri, you, out of state, you spend like what seventeen dollars or something. Yeah, I think when I come, it's like twenty bucks pop. It's great for five you, days. Yeah, it's like a five day. I think is it less than five days? I don't know. It might. Just I thought it was a three day pass. It might be a three day. But it's twenty bucks. That's the way. And that's that's every why state should be that way. That's why it's they boring. should have a two, three, five, seven. That's what it should then be. Yearly. Then a yearly. Yeah. I got invited to do a duck hunt down in Texas, but that never came to fruition. Uh, the the, the <laughs> gentleman that was going to take me is just getting into guiding, and he hasn't done anything with it. But he didn't have anything for us so couldn't find anybody to go but it was expensive too a day pass is like it was gonna be like 75 dollars just for a day one day down there yeah because you had to buy all the you know the stamps and hmm. all their stuff down there i was like one day for one 75 dollars well that's that's the direction we kind of want to the next trip i think that we're going to take i mean we talk about north dakota obviously but like oklahoma texas kansas kind of that allegedly that texas areas. is the best state to duck hunt i don't know how. i think it's that that border area anymore kind of like the oklahoma side every every year i look at like uh mississippi flyway central flyway kind of meeting together and they they get all the cacklers down there i mean you 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 know a lot of redheads down there like that's a big a big population is we gotta get you a redhead dude i know (laughs) we have to i'll get this one those are common those are common ducks down there is the redheads and i didn't know that and I was like, man, maybe I should spend seventy five dollars. But so we had we had a buddy that went over. Uh, I think it's like Big Kansas Outdoors or Central Kansas. I can't remember which one he went to, but they tore into him, man. And it just it just looks fun, you know. Just a different kind of experience that way because they're hunting like dirt patches, yeah, which is just so weird. Or it's just like the skinny water, the skinny water where it's just just like a creek, hmm. and then six thousand mallards show up, you know. It would just be an experience. Where's the It'd 6, thousand that were on the lake, the little river we were on? Where was it? Oh, my lands. <laughs> they was gone. <laughs> that is one of my dreams, though, is getting a really pretty Drake wood duck. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean. Yeah. I think this year, if we if I get permission to hunt the same spot, which I think I will, and I want to risk potentially messing up my deer hunting for a little while, I think we can get on some, some woodies. It's worth it. They're early season duck. I think we really need to, especially around here. Yeah. I don't really see I'm them sure be there. after season a whole lot or well, mid season. Yeah. I'm hoping because we, we were picking up more ducks in my area this year away from the rivers and everything than I've ever seen. So I, I'm hoping it wasn't a fluke because we missed some opportunities this year that now if I had known, you know, that they were on some of the waters that we had permission on before it was too late mm-hmm. the week we decided to hunt is when it froze and then they all left <laughs> so it kind of didn't work out but but it's how things go but it's all wood yeah. ducks that's what i'm saying like it'd be good it'd be a fun time yeah they, can't beat a good teal and wood duck shoot man i'm telling you those wood ducks that's one of the prettiest duck they're good looking they yeah. really are do you remember the the hooded meganser that uncle mark had on the yeah. i remember one time i was like brad man was that duck that's all we were just talking about? Like, this is, gosh, we're probably 13 or 14. It's like, that that wood duck, it's on the wall at Uncle Mark. And Brett's like, no, 
it's a it's a hooded meganser. I'm like, no, no, it's like what Doug, you know, that what Doug. And he's like, what are you talking about? We argued over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and finally, we walk in there, and he's like, I just thought about that when we were talking about the wood ducks. I thought I was like certain. Do you remember that? I was like certain it was a was a wood duck. (laughs) Well, always growing up and seeing that too, I thought that was like a rare duck. And then you just learn that, like, as you get into the hunting world, that they're just like trash ducks too. Like, McGansers are just. I'm getting me a Maggie one of these days, baby. (laughs) They are. I mean, it's a cool duck just because of how fast they are. Mm -hmm. And they're the the drakes are pretty. You know, pretty birds, but. And their cousin, so McGansler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What is talking, though? Uh, outlet. Like, yeah. Like, uh, what's it's, his face from Home Alone? Or, yeah. <laughs> or the or when they, uh, on Fox and the Hound, where he's pe- pecking out oh, the worm yeah. on the... Yeah. 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 <laughs> I always crack up when I see a McGansler, man. Those things are ugly. I'm freezing my bubble beaker. Yeah. Oh, man. I tell you another really pretty it's a sea duck uh this would be on my bucket list of things to do uh go to like seattle you know washington or whatever and shoot a harlequin yeah harlequin those are beautiful ducks. they are really beautiful. cool not harley quinn <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was like hi yeah. <laughs> is that, that duck probably Jay. has a boss is that the ones accent? that they sh- shoot in uh alaska too. i can't remember i think oh it's king elder i'm thinking of the king mm-hmm. eider or whatever goose oh the eider have you yeah. seen those i've it's kind of like they kind of have that same kind hmm. of pattern look. They're cool ducks. So. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Seen the Mandarin? Yeah, they're coming like they've. There's somehow, one in New York or dude, something. Beautiful. I just saw yeah. that. There's That's like a, one hanging out from Man. Yeah, Mandalorian. <laughs> 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 they're they're from Mandalorian Mando. ducks. <laughs> Season three coming out next month. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Actually, yeah, me too. Huh. They're kind of like a they're, wood they're duck China, too, right? I mean, it's they're like yeah, a Chinese the wood duck. They got yeah, like they a, beautiful. Yeah. They have like they the got like cool. an orange. Like yeah. A, yeah, it's a it's a really pretty duck. I well, see the Harlequin <laughs> duck. Well, I can Google it for you right quick. Well, that's what's cool though is like I think because when we were that that last trip I took up north, um, we like I I've never shot a scooter and we were starting to shoot scooters on the open water and stuff and that was really cool because I mean there's just ducks you just don't see around us. I mean. Everybody shoots a scooter every once in a while in Illinois, but we saw a few of those down at uh, Real mm-hmm. Foot. Oh, yeah, he's googling. So we'll just take <laughs> you guys to talk about something else. <laughs> so you actually gonna? Oh my god! What's your plan this year, Rick? That's a really pretty duck. It's like a, it's like a hooded meganser meets a. Meets a redhead. Meets. <laughs> there you go, Brett. That's really pretty. Oh wow, yeah, that is a pretty bird. Harlequin. Oh, poor females. They get the short in the stick, don't Damn. they? I know. Kind of got that, like the like the golden eye circle. Yeah, that's really it. pretty. God made uh, any bird, really any fowl. Basically, the males are way the way <laughs> God intended it. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> Cancel our Sorry, podcast. Guys. <laughs> Google shut this down. Sexist jerks. <laughs> what were you saying earlier, Pat? What's my plans? Uh, um, yeah, what's your plans this year, man? All right, so going forward into this year, it's a year of refining. That's kind of how Brittany and I have moved forward in 2023. I'm really trying, like, we, we I attempted to do more, like, camera work a couple years ago, also the editing aspect don't have any excuses it just you know it didn't pan out but this year 
I really want to get involved with that mm-hmm. again. And I was talking to Brett, like when start starting with turkey season, like that's kind of what I want to move forward doing. And I think if for us to sac for me to sacrifice certain things, cause I, I want to be involved in terms of like the hunting side of it, but I'm not doing it. So I might as well do something with, you know, there's that. <laughs> there it is. Every single episode. There it is. I um, mean, that's the thing, though, is because, like, me and Dylan had, you know, like, we wanted to film and film, but we're shooters, you know, and it, it, you have to, and Corey, you can vouch for sitting there watching all those guys hunt, you know, and I'm not giving up the gun, you know, and it, it, if someone's willing to do and it, it's not, yeah, that's it's not the like a, it's not a selfish thing mm-hmm. either. I just yeah. want, if, if I want us to be more successful, I'm willing to do that. Yeah. Because first off, I don't have the, I don't feel like I have money to buy tags all the time. I'm a cheapskate, you know? So I'm like, if I can be there and record, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm still in my element. If we go out of state or something, you're not having to buy the out of state tags. Exactly. You shoot it with a camera versus, you know, and and that's what I did. I'll jump in every now and then, but I think like that's what I want to do because I know, because I know if I want to be more involved with the like being in the like being in the moment and i think that's that's what i've been uh really i want to say convicted because that's not really like it's just i felt the the weight of it Mm -hmm. and because i I just want to get i want to be part of it and because i hear you guys talk about these stories all the time and there's a lot of times i'm just like enjoying the stories but i'm like dang i wish i could be there Mm -hmm. and i you know we've gone through a lot and i've you know we've had some good conversations and i think there's a common ground now that i can actually feel mm-hmm. confident doing this now and yeah. you know so well, that's kind of where i want to be yeah. and i think it's a good that's good it's yeah. a good step forward for me anyways breath you love to have a uh, just a cameraman on, it's a good on call sk- it's a time. good skill to have yeah. and i i love it i mean i enjoy editing this podcast and the mm-hmm. videos i've we've done a little bit in the past like i i had the adobe premiere or whatever for a while and man i could just if I had time to just yeah. dive into that, like I, I, I just don't have the patience for it. See, I do. You know? Like it's, it's I, a, yeah. it's an art for me, and I love it. Like I remember sitting with you, Corey, one time while you were editing one of those videos, like the hunts, like the deer, deer stuff, and I was just like, nah. <laughs> 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 like, but, but like and, and Corey's like, Pat, we just watched twenty six <laughs> seconds. <laughs> but it, it is time consuming, but there is an art form to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm far from any kind of professional editor, but. You know, I like when each time I put a YouTube video out, I'm like, I feel like maybe it's a little better than what I did two years ago. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Like, and, we want to strive to be and better. I feel like when I watch a video and I'm like, you know, I'm personally not bored. I feel like there's a good flow. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, you you have what you what you can use. What am I trying to say here? The content is made by what's filmed, I guess. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to work with what you got, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, but like when there's good conversation and you put that in properly and you keep that flow, you know, and like, you know, Sky had filmed this, uh, fishing video at Bennett, which I haven't put on YouTube yet, but he never addresses the camera. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some great catches. He, there's nothing to really tie in, like to break it up, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. And so at some point, Sky's going to try to do like a, Sit down, a commentary, <laughs> yeah, commentary yeah. on it. Narrate it. Um, so we are going to eventually release that footage, but you know, once he saw when we went in January, he was he kind of got a new feel for mm-hmm. the filming. He actually really enjoyed doing that, and you know, 
engaging the audience yep. is what I yeah. I, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I, I feel like there's a new vigor with this, and for me especially, and I, I don't know, I just it's like a it's an excitement that yeah. I felt when we first started doing this for. And I think now that I have the expectations of what this is, I think it makes it so much better because I, I know what it can be. So I'm not yeah. I'm not overdoing it. We're not overplaying it right now. And I think maybe maybe 21, 22, we were kind of like just, eh, it's not going anywhere. We've only gotten three subscribers on YouTube. But I think we're just kind of past that now. So we can actually move forward and be like, yeah. if we just keep putting out good content yeah. and want to build on our our skills and our our craft, which I think this is a craft form. I mean, and that's what excites me. And then it's, clearly, some people are enjoying it that we yeah. had no idea. Yeah. So, I mean, if if people are enjoying it, great. I mean, that's it's that's. I think it's really it's just cool. it's easy listening. Yeah, you know, and the mundane conversations that some podcasts can get into. Like you turn it off after 10 minutes. It's almost you, scripted or something. Yeah. You know, and it's the same conversations every single week, you know, you know, and it, I think having someone with vision, I think that's what ties back into the filming aspect too, is like having that person that what you were saying, those side, you know, the side videos, mm -hmm. the descriptions, you know, yeah. the intro video, you know, keeping that like that stuff that, I don't think about, you know, mm -hmm. but then you guys, you know, do that intro. Like, you know, I just think that's, that's interesting. I'm excited, excited to see what you guys do with it. It's always really awkward for a guy that isn't familiar with that side of filming. And then you're with them. Let's say you're driving to a, a snow goose hunt mm -hmm. and you start doing that intro and the other person just like, <laughs> <laughs> like that side eye to the camera, like what's going on right now, you know, and like trying to be all, and you're just like, pretty loose with it because you're used to it mm -hmm. and they're just well we're we're, we're on our way to uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's it can be really awkward to someone because literally you're just talking to this lens like mm -hmm. it's very weird and then when you watch it back but it seems so normal mm -hmm. yeah and and that's what i think that's what you were trying to convey yeah and, and and back to your point rick you were talking about filming do you remember filming for me like yeah 10 plus years ago doing the yeah, I mean, you were good. Like, I remember you took the audio part really serious, which I appreciated. Um, you, you're like, okay, there's a buzz, so we start playing with the levels on the on my old camera. Yeah, the one I end up getting rid of when I decided to quit. I think I have that camera still. No, this one I sold. Oh, so uh, you gave I did give you one. Yeah, that was my old, 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 camera. old. <laughs> that was like four generations, late 2000s to 2010 ish, mm -hmm. somewhere in there. 360p but, baby <laughs> but i mean i've like and to go what you were talking about brett like i technical like the technical stuff i've been trained on you know so i've and i went to school for it so i can pick up on the technical stuff what i can never get that you have is the creativity part of it and just either you got it or you don't and i think that's yeah. why your videos are you know pretty interesting in my opinion well, um, and then when you start learning how to put the the pacing is what you were Going for earlier, right? Is the flow, <laughs> the flow. Uh, in the in the industry we call it pacing. Pacing. Uh, if that's smooth, then you get yourself a a humdinger. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was like, oh. humdinger. Uh, so yeah, I mean, now that I have a, we have a, a good camera again, Rick. You, you what can camera use that. is it? I don't even know what camera you guys have now. Uh, it's a Canon, just a Canon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just it's like an EOS video recorder. Yeah. Gotcha. 
No, no, it's it's not a DSLR. It's oh, a, it's like it's actual, like actual. It's an actual camera. Yeah, it's yeah. camcorder. Sure. But it's got it's like, a VHS one. <laughs> you put on your shoulder. The ones we did all of our home videos with. Make fun of those things. That those things you can actually have a stable video. Like yeah, we learned the a lot. ones with our handheld are really you get real shaky. So they actually make a mount now that you buy that you hmm. put on your shoulder, just like the old. It's like days. a Steadicam. Yeah. Almost well, like you just a... put on your shoulder, like like you're filming oh. with a VHS <laughs> camcorder. Films as children. Yeah. That oh, camera yeah. was never shaky. Yeah, you know, it was. It was still as <laughs> thing. Be. Weighed about thirty pounds. I remember. <laughs> yeah. And you had to have an extension cord. Yeah. Yep. I remember there's some videos of us getting a little sidetracked, but <laughs> I was always the cameraman, and I'd be walking. Get close to the shot, and the camera would just jolt up as the cord tightened, cord cord caught, so the camera just started facing the sky. Because I was about to get knocked out of my hands. Oh, good times! So, what, what's your plan for this year, Brett? What you got? What's your goals? Oh, I just I love the video aspect of it, and I just want to like. The, when we first started doing this channel, we put out like one or two videos pretty much for the whole season or the year. And then like I had footage that I just sat on for a long time that we'd filmed and it just, I never put it together. And 2021 at the very end, I was like, I'm going to do better. You know, I have all this footage I need to put out. And in 2022 is like, if we filmed something, I tried to have it out within days of mm-hmm. Of when we filmed it, not months, not even a year later, you know. So I just want to try to. My goal is to keep that kind of momentum, and I also want us to just. Momentum. um, There's lots of times where we didn't film. We just we just hunted and we make kills, and we never have a camera on us. And I know that right now, or then we just had mostly GoPro footage, and of course you can't see a deer very well even when he's 50 yards with a GoPro. (laughs) So I'd like to get like if Ricky's willing to film for us, you know, getting some really great footage is my goal is, is what I'm hoping for, and just putting out content, you know, fairly quickly after we shoot it so that it's relevant, it's fresh, you know, it's like, oh, this, these guys killed this deer two days ago, you know, so it's not weeks or months or years old. That's what I thought was really cool about your your buck kill this year is I mean you guys had that turned around and out quick. Yeah, it was like. Two or three days. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't going to sit on that. I think it keeps that excitement, though. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the fire's there. You're not releasing it. You know, like, goose season last year, you're not releasing it this year. You know, it's it's fresh. It's hot, you know? That's what people want to see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And and you notice, like, different videos trend up or down based on what season it is. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're post posting goose hunting videos in, in the summer, it's probably not going to get as many views as goose hunting videos right before yeah. goose season starts. Yeah, and that's or during goose season. Yeah, or right, yeah, right in, in the yep. middle of it. So that's what we're trying to do as well. What seasons are coming, or what we're going to try to, you know, put that information or that that uh, wow. content. Yeah, content. There you go. It's having a Ricky moment there. No, you're having a me <laughs> moment. I can't get my words out. <laughs> People listen to like that guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, like with the snow goose hunt, if we if we have a good shoot and we have some good footage, we're gonna try to get it out within just a couple of days. That'd be great. Yeah, great. If it was on a weekday or a weekend, that'd be great. You can thank ninety <laughs> percent of everybody else that's coming for that. <laughs> I don't want to go on a Tuesday either, but got to. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I am planning on doing a. Uh, Houston turkey hunt this year with Sky. 
Um, Houston's one of those places where Sky and I both have missed a bird while we were there. What's the matter? Okay. And uh, so it's, we want redemption. Like we've killed birds, obviously, especially Sky have killed plenty of birds since then, since uh, his 2013 miss. And then I missed the very next year in Big Tom for down there, especially. And uh, we're like, you know, Houston's the only group of birds that have made fools of us. So <laughs> it's time. We're going to get one this year. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's going to be. That's going to be some really good footage because it's, uh, it's timber birds and it's, uh, some rolling hills. So there's going to be some walking around. You guys are going to be tired and it's going to be fun Yeah, to show all that, you know, to be able to see how exactly how difficult it is to kill a bird down there because it is. it's different. Yeah. Just to, since we're on the subject, I remember when the first years Corey and I hunted down there was it 2013. Was that the first year? I think so. Yeah. We would call and you'd hear a bird sound off and because of the way the hills roll and all that and kind of these ravines, it echoes. <laughs> and so he sounds like he's coming from the left up this ravine and as you're moving in, kind of doing the run and gun style, you'd call and listen to him moving a little closer. Then all of a sudden he's way over here on the right <laughs> and you'd start moving that way and then he'd sound like he's behind you <laughs> and you're like, what the heck is going on? It's just the way he sound travels, It's cool. it's very bizarre. Makes it worth a hunt, though. Yeah, yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. I've never been much of a turkey hunter. I just never really tried it. I guess it's kind of my problem. Yeah, it's it's an addicting thing, just like yeah. everything else that we're hunting. I mean, mm-hmm. when when they're working, it's like your adrenaline is yeah. is really high. When they're dead silent, it's really boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you notice when I kill a bird, like. My reaction to killing that Tom in 2021, the last bird I killed on that video, compared to like the doe that I killed this year, that Tom, I'm like, I'm like genuinely shaking <laughs> yeah. because he gobbles and that just, that sound just hmm. gets you. It's almost oh. kind of like a goose honk or something, sort of like that, but it's just so loud and it just gets your heart going and when you drop one with a three and a half inch shell, there's <laughs> something about it. I mean, you can feel their gobble depending yeah. on how close they are. Like yeah. it, huh. you can feel it. It's weird. It'll make you jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I I think I've gone turkey hunting like twice, you know, like yeah. once or twice. Yeah. It's like I said, if you're on them and they're working, it's a, it's a really fun thing to do. So you're next. Yeah. Corey? I think, I think uh, my goal would probably be just kind of similar to Brett's, um, just improving our content with every video, um, trying to take more of an initiative to to film um, with the big camera, as I call it, get better footage, and hopefully just be able to get out there a lot more. I got got another kid coming uh, in April, so it's going to be difficult for me. I'm probably not going to do any turkey hunting this year, but... After that, and going back into deer season, hopefully I can get out and get some content out there. Because, I, I mean, for me, I'm kind of like you, Pat. Like, I did the filming portion for a long time, and I got to the point where I just wanted to be with my with by myself, with my thoughts, and a gun, and not a camera. Didn't want anything to do with it for a long time. And now I'm getting to where I want to bring a camera along, but I also don't want to sacrifice, <laughs> you know, putting the gun down. 
Uh, but I'm willing to do that as well, like like Rick was saying. Just maybe not quite as much as he is going to be doing that. Uh, but if, let's say, I kill one, I'll definitely film Brett. Or or if Rick's not able to, to go, Brett and I have already discussed that we would take turns. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Happened to me too. <laughs> Stinking boom mic, I hit it. <laughs> My bad. Uh, well, Brett and I would take turns filming and hunting and just making more of that time that, hey, you may not be hunting yourself every time. Because mm-hmm. in hindsight, I really, really wish we had the big camera with us. And I, I should have just been filming. Right. Because when, when you killed the big buck, just so people know what I'm talking about. Like Because the GoPro, like, you can't see anything, anything. but the top of our guts. Yeah. yeah. And it would have been that much better of a video if you could see that buck alive on the hoof. Would you have been able to get him oh, yeah. pretty good? Yeah, but it would have been tough because it was in some really, really thick, thick stuff. I mean, it but wasn't a clear but my field angle shot. was a lot better than yours. So True. I saw him full body on the hoof. And Corey kind of told this story to me, but... When I first saw that deer, I was like, hey, Corey, there's a big buck coming in. And Corey said, I said so nonchalantly that he thought I was just under, like, I don't know what your thought process was. My thought process was it was probably the same buck we had seen earlier that evening that I had no desire to shoot. Oh, that small nine or whatever. And then you said, no, he's he's a bigger buck than, and then eventually you're like, huge. (laughs) He's huge. I was like, like, well, because Corey was just kind of sitting there and I'm like, like get your gun up <laughs> like the deer's coming like this is a big buck and then Corey finally saw it and realized that you know i was talking about an actual 150 yeah. inch deer yeah, not a, a wall hanger yeah. yeah it's a good deer man yeah he's i'm just not very nice excitable i guess I well we were i'm glad you didn't say it too exciting because then i would have got yeah, more nervous i'm gonna tell a quick story because that just reminded me of so me and uh this is kind of changing subjects, so okay. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, this is an open forum. Nope, nope, nope. The outline <laughs> says <laughs> we, uh, me and uh, Dylan took uh, his uh, stepson uh, hunting. I think it was last year at uh, one of our local ponds, and we were all just having a good time. And he's Ricky's age, just hanging out, you know, having a good time. He's on his tablet and everything. And you know, we we, we have about I think it was like a seven or eight pack coming in. We saw him. This you know, he's still sitting on his tablet, and his birds are like two foot off the ground. I mean, getting ready to touch. We're getting ready to call the shot, and he just Silas just stands up and just screams, "Gah!" <laughs> as loud as he could, man. And it was just the funniest thing. I, I that was like what's one of my favorite hunt stories. Now I was watching how excited they. Now he's like addicted to. It. He's always like t- asking us when we're going to take him hunting and stuff. It cracks me up. <laughs> Did you get the birds? Oh, we did. Oh, oh good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then he was yelling at me to uh, get the boat out there as quick as I could. He, nice. he wanted to get in the boat, trying to pick up those geese for us. Nice. It was that's awesome. awesome. It was I mean, that's fun. that's got to be. I, I took my daughter out for the first time this year, just uh, just squirrel hunting. Uh, well, I take that back. She she went dove hunting with me a little bit last year, uh, but she was really involved with the squirrel hunt this year that we did uh, a couple weeks ago, and. She, I mean, she's hooked right away. She's, she's six and just to share that to the next generation mm-hmm. and their excitement, you're not sure how they're going to take it, how they're going to do out there. It's a lot of walking. You get cold, you get hot, hungry, thirsty, yep. all that stuff. And she just, 
handled all of it great and <laughs> it is really fun because i got to take little ricky this year and he came on like it was like 15 degrees outside too i felt so bad for him but we tried we kept him warm buddy heaters but we didn't shoot anything but he stuck it out and that's i just it, it's fun to see he's got a drive it, yeah. it, he does and yeah. it, it's just it's fun to see the fire starting mm-hmm. and like now i mean it, you know I was thinking about this the other day. It's just like the excitement of when you would hear a duck or a goose, you know, those first couple times, you know, those first couple of years, like you're all fired up, you know, and like I still get that same fire, but it's, you know, it's after we shoot 18, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and I, it's fun to be able to give that to somebody else mm-hmm. and watch their, like, that's why I love taking friends with me too, mm-hmm. like getting, cause I, I've introduced quite a few buddies these last couple of years to waterfowl hunting and just i do it solely just so i can sit there and when i call the shot i just watch them for you know like the first two shots because it's just it's enjoyable i'm I'm gonna call you out on that because we went hunting this year you were the first one to limit out (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about you guys aren't new though you didn't let me uh you didn't let me shoot Go get your dog pet you didn't call a shot and watch me pull a trigger (laughs) or maybe you didn't i just missed i don't know but well, I'm starting to kind of. I get called that. it in my head. <laughs> you're dead. Well, so when you drive three hours, you know. yeah, that's true. You you were an out of stater that time, so we were letting you shoot. Yeah. First. Missouri hospitality there. So in that same vein, like, of course, my oldest is three, but when I'm editing, she loves to watch me edit, and she'd be like, "You gotta get a deer, daddy," or she'd be like, "Daddy's fishing," and she'll just sit there and watch me go through hours of footage <laughs> trying to find the catches and the, sh- and the shots and all that. And, but she gets excited. Like when she's seeing me fighting a fish, she's like, daddy's got a fish and she's watching me reel it in and, or shoot a deer. And she'll be like, daddy got a deer or uncle Corey got a deer. And I'm like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. It's fun. It's, but, it's enjoyable. The part that's hard though, is that at least my kids, they don't understand that. Not every time you go out to deer hunt, you're going to bring one back. Like right. it's very difficult to shoot a deer and, and, you know, kill a deer. And every time you come, why didn't you get one, dad? Where's it at? Where's the deer at? Why can't you get a deer? I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> We're working it's on very it. hard. Don't judge me. Yeah. It also, so again, I'm going to change subjects again. I just got all these <laughs> thoughts coming through my head. Right. So I was listening <laughs> leading up to today. I was listening to the older episodes and I listened to the episode when I got on there and described this amazing duck lease that we had. And I just want to give the listeners the real aspect of what this real good duck lease ended up being. It was about 15 ducks. And it was the worst <laughs> duck season that we'd ever had in our entire <laughs> life. Because I was listening to that. I'm like, man, I made that sound like it was Habitat Flats. Yeah. <laughs> and, mm, you were pumped. Like, it you were was so excited. absolutely the most dismal. <laughs> what episode was that? The Yankin Pole? No, he wasn't on that one. I think it was Little uh, Duck, Little Turkey. Little Duck, Little Turkey, Little Deer. Yeah, Little Deer. I was listening to that, and I'm just like, you know, two or three years later, I'm like, wow. (laughs) I'm like, that was was the worst thing that we ever, we we probably won't ever lease anything like that ever again because of that. The Old Yankee Pole is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that one had like one of the least amount of, um, 
viewers, views. listeners. So I just wanted listeners. to clear that up with the listeners. Because <laughs> it was not good. It was not good. It was abysmal. <laughs> I'm sure we forgot to follow up on a lot of things from the episodes we said we'd follow up on. We need to go back through them and then make a list <laughs> oh, and say, here, I'll follow up. I had this random memory, though. You remember a few years back, you killed a pretty nice doe, and mm-hmm. you sent a picture, and you said, guess how much she weighs? And you were I was dead to the pound. I, I said, that's 140, Pat. And she was exactly 140 pounds. I was like, that's the last that time never I, happened again. <laughs> the last time I shot a deer, too. Oh, really? Well, I woke up this that's morning and guessed ago. the time. I looked at my phone. It's like, it's 7.08. I do that every day. I could say it's 7.08. <laughs> I can guess it'd be about 6.50 something right before I have to get up. And I'm like, it's 6.50. And I'm always pretty close well, <laughs> well all right then <laughs> just let Every me have this day. moment but cut that One part uppers. out have your moment <laughs> cut that part out have your moment <laughs> oh man uh, way to go rick i'm just yeah. putting the, put the end to it you're so <laughs> awesome go, rick. it's amazing <laughs> See what I deal with that. <laughs> I just we are all over the place right now on this. I love it. I don't know. I think the I love it though. The pacing has been. <laughs> the pace. the I think it's good to have free flow ones like this though. Personally, yeah. like it doesn't have to be mundane every time. We got Jordan Peterson next week. <laughs> no, actually, next week we have uh, Brian Plows. Who is a producer, editor, extraordinaire? Um, I'll let him explain exactly who he works for now because I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but he has been at least in recent time with Avian X. Um, uh, old buddy of mine. I filmed with him many years ago, and uh, be good to have him on the show again because I really I know very little bit about his story since that time. So I'm looking forward yeah. to uh, looking forward to having him on the show. It sounds like he's pretty excited too. So we actually might even video that one so you can see our party faces. <laughs> party faces. Should yeah. I bring my actual? Mom always told me I had a face for radio. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <He's probably>. radio. <laughs> That's why he's behind the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What were you going to say there, Brett? Sorry. I was just talking about preparation. We can talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so we're 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 pretty excited about that one. That should yeah, be a really good that'll episode. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. He'll have some, I bet he'll have some fun stories. Yeah, he's, I know he's gotten pictures of like the Aurora Borealis I've seen. Mm. So he's been up there and, I mean, just some, some cool stuff, which is the Northern Lights for all you simple folk. Up there in northern Missouri, 100% right? transparency. I had no idea what you You've were talking about. The Aurora Borealis? Yeah. The green lights? That well, I mean, now that you say the northern frequencies? lights. I mean, it makes That's sense. That's why I said the northern lights for all you simple folk. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard it called that. Yeah. You never right. saw Frequency? That's a good movie. It's a great movie. Great, great, great movie. movie. Awesome. That's <laughs> been a long time since I've seen that. No, we are, now we are derailing. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You guys got any other thoughts? Um, I think I think I'm good. I I think we pretty we much covered it. Covered it all. <laughs> we got enough to we talked about enough for the the whole Pol- year, so we're good, right? Politics, to... uh, hunting, kids. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we I'm going to go look into that cuz I didn't know that they actually yeah. stay ordered that if that's true. It is. You call me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you know it more than I would, but yeah. that's yeah. Call me a liar. 
something else, man. I know. All right, huh. Brett, give us the give us the handles on our social media. So YouTube is just Barnhill Outdoors. All right. And Instagram is Barnhill underscore OD underscore podcast. 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 Every time we're like podcast. podcast. Question mark. And then and uh, Rumble is Barnhill Outdoors. Podcast. Three, four, five, or something like that. <laughs> How many Barnhill Outdoors are on there? <laughs> That's what I was about to ask if you were actually getting them on that one yet or not. Yeah, well, we have one video downloaded. I keep saying I'm going to do it, and I have do it, it. So I just Please do, had it. To do mm-hmm. it. Okay. Be ready to rumble. And for us small folk, what is <laughs> rumble? Rumble is a new sort a of YouTube competitor. Competitor to mm. YouTube uh, streaming ish. It's not service. bad. It's, it's a little confusing. It's a, it's a little, little weird. Com- yeah, they're it's a little weird. Their UI is a little it's weird. Their user interface is a little uh out it's, there. it's it's not it's just a little difficult to navigate. Yeah. But constructive criticism it could is, help in the following. It's way. not YouTube. So yeah, it's not it's not YouTube. The restrictions are not There's there no, for yeah, content yeah. like that we that we want to. Have you guys have anything on. deleted yet? Not on yet. YouTube? Yeah. No, they haven't yeah. deleted us. Pat. <laughs> we have like three views. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. I know they're deleting people like they shooting are. guns. Oh, I know. Stuff. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's, it's out of control. Well, a former man. guest of ours, he's just basically done with the whole thing because yeah. Yeah. what YouTube did to him. He, Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much ruined him. Yeah. He's sad. But that's a, that's a, that's actually a, a topic for another podcast <laughs> yeah. that I would like to get into at I some point, uh, but not tonight. And then IGY6, which you got. Oh, yeah. You guys can hop on Instagram and type in IGY6 Outdoors, and it'll be the picture from opening day goose season this year before I lost the account. So I'm going to work on getting that back. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you we have other kills than just that. That was a good hunt, though. Well, you're welcome. That That was a fun hunt. You're welcome to join Barnhill Outdoors anytime. anytime. I mean, you are Barnhill, so I would hope so. You're kind of grand, <laughs> you're kind of grandfathered in anytime you want to. Uh, but really enjoyed having you on today. I always appreciate you guys letting me come, yeah, down. man. Thanks for coming out. It's fun, and it's all fancy now. You guys got these yeah. fancy sticks, mics, nice fancy mics. Moving on up. Oh, and speaking of which, oh, speaking of which, we just want to give a shout out to my father-in-law Perry. Who has uh, provided most of the equipment here today? Yeah, um, he, and Perry, big, I want to sponsor. Apologize for inadvertently cutting the call out last week. <laughs> Forgive me, sir. Forgive this is me. Very nice equipment, yes, truthfully, yeah. guys. It's very nice. Yes, thank you, Perry, very much for for the generosity and yep. donations to our cause, our cause, <laughs> our cause. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, with that, we'll uh, we'll end on that note and. Uh, We'll catch you guys next time. You guys take care. Catch you on the flip side. Peace. See you.